You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Living in the Holy of Holies is the title of this devotion. And perhaps this is something that we need to hear a lot more about in the body of Christ. You know, where you live affects the culture and nature and personality that you bear. The smell of your person is reflected by the place you live. And God wants us to be a fragrance, the Bible says, unto life for those who live, but death to those who refuse to live. In other words, that people who don't have the life become aware, oh my goodness, I need to get saved. Which reminds me when I was reading Smith Wigglesworth's book, I love Smith Wigglesworth's Daily Devotion and some of his other books. And he was on the train journey and he went when the train stopped somewhere to refresh himself and when he came back into the train suddenly the presence of the Lord Jesus was so overwhelming to the men sitting in the place where he was where he was sitting that they began to cry out and say you I am undone I'm un, in other words I feel dead and guilty and, and and Smith was able to minister life to him because he realized how spiritually dead he was so in other words we are a fragrance of life to those who live, but death to those who are dead. In other words, there's a lot of people that need to realize I'm dead in my sin and I need to get saved. And who will let them know that unless we ourselves bear the fragrance of the place from which we come? Jesus said, I come from the Father. I come from above. I am with the Father, he says in one place. I, the Son, who is with the Father. So even though he was physically on earth, spiritually he was living with the Father. Living in the Holy of Holies is the title of this devotion. So I want to read to you here, starting at verse 19 of Hebrews 10. Brethren, having boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, <clears throat> and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the confidence of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider one another to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhort one another so much more as we see the day approaching. You see, the Lord has made it possible, friends, for us, in verse 19, entered the holiest by the blood of Jesus. The holiest is the intimacy of the Son with the Father. 
is the embodiment, the perfect embodiment of God in human flesh, where the Son of God in all that he is and does proves himself to be God and shows himself to be God. And that we come into that <clears throat> communion with the Father, into that oneness, into that glory, Jesus said in John 17, 22. He says, the glory which the Father has given me, the glory of being one with him, I have now given to you. So that even as the Father is in me, and you are in me, I am in you. So that the world may realize that the Father sent me and has loved you as he has loved me. The world doesn't know me, but you know me, for I have revealed him to you, and I will keep on revealing the Father to you, so that the same mighty love with which he loves me may be in you, and I in you. That's a paraphrase from chapter 17 of John, verse 22 through 26. <coughs> Not that any of the bits I left out are not as important, but I'm talking about living in the holiest. What does that mean? Living in the holy of holies. What does that mean? It's living in that oneness we see the Lord Jesus enjoy with the Father. Do you mean that I can live within that pastor while I'm still in this body of death without question? There's not just, can you? You are, but you need to realize where you are. I am in Christ, acceptable and well-pleasing to the Father, Ephesians 1, 7 and 8. I have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. That's Ephesians 1, verse 8. That you begin to meditate on these things. I have been made accepted, holy, and without blame before him in love. I am adopted. I'm born of his spirit. I am a member of his household. I am seated with him in heavenly places, Ephesians 2. So come on now, of course you believe this. Yes, can I live in the holiest of all? Can I live in the holy of holies? When Jesus said, it is finished, the veil separating the holy place from the holy of holies torn in two from top to bottom. Thereby the Holy Spirit in Hebrews 7, it explains, was indicating that the way to the Father has now been opened through the one offering of himself. And by the one offering of himself, Jesus has eternally secured that access for you and me. Jesus has eternally secured it by the continual cleansing of his Holy Spirit, cleansing you inwardly with the blood of Jesus, making you holy and well-pleasing to the Father so that you may draw near with a true heart, sprinkled from an evil conscience and sincere faith, having your body washed with the pure water of his indwelling Holy Spirit. <coughs> This is all here in Hebrews chapter 10. Now, come on, friends. You may say, Pastor, but how, how? It's Jesus' heavenly ministry as our great high priest that continuously ministers in you by the Holy Spirit, that cleansing of the knowledge of himself, that what he enjoys with the Father, 
He now imparts, maintains, and perfects in you. When I read scriptures like this, oh, my soul rejoices in His love and mercy. Listen, Hebrews, no, Isaiah 53, 11. And He, Jesus, shall see the fruit of the travail of His soul and be satisfied. By His knowledge of Himself, which He possesses and imparts to others, shall mount compromisingly righteous one, my servant justify many, Make many righteous upright and in right standing with God, for he shall bear their iniquity and their guilt with the consequences, says the Lord. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that just awesome? Come on now. Why not meditate on these things that by the knowledge of himself, which he possesses and imparts to us, he will justify many and make many righteous. Oh, hallelujah. I love the knowledge of Christ in me, the hope of glory. I love to know my Savior living in me by His Holy Spirit, cleansing me continuously with His precious blood, granting me that continual access, that continual boldness. By faith, he, Romans 5 verse 1 says, by faith, Romans 5 verse 1 says, we now have access into this grace in which we stand in glory in the hope set before us in Christ Jesus. And not only in these things, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that they work perseverance and perseverance hope. And hope provides in us that continual care, that continual forming of his divine character that has the joy of what is already ours of which we now share by his spirit in us, his immense love that never fails to be sufficient to constantly fill us and flood us. Oh, when Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed was talking in the upper room to his disciples, he said to them, in verse 12 of John 16, I still have many, so many things I want to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will speak not on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what's mine and declare to you all things the father has on mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of what's mine and declare to you. Jesus said, oh, I so would love to tell you about this holy heavenly life I have in the father and the father in me. I so would love to tell you of what it is living in the Holy of Holies, a perfect oneness with the Father, but you still think so separate because you still feel carnal, you still feel human, you're still self-conscious. But when the Holy Spirit comes to show you the way has been made in me, the gap has been breached, the reconciliation has been established in my blood, you will begin to perceive and understand this holy, heavenly life and the holiest of all, and that you live in it. Bear the fragrance of it, bear the nature of it, bear the character of it, bear the spirit and the household mannerisms of it, the household nature of it, that you share with others that live in that wonderful communion of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you will share that communion and fellowship with others. Oh, what a wonderful joy that you now are able to live in this glory. It's amazing. So can I close with you from Ephesians? And I'll 
pick up a couple of things here. Oh, it's all rich, folks. It's all rich. You, chapter 2, verse 1, he made alive. You were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that's now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, that fulfilling the desires of the flesh in the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, but God, oh, I love this, but God, who is rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even though we were dead in our trespasses, sins made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved, raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him in the heavenly places. Come on now. Sit together with him in the heavenly places in Christ so that in all the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. By grace, you've been saved through faith and so forth. 3 verse 8. Me, to me, who am, the le- who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace has been given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ the riches of this holiest of holies where he ever lives and ever lives to intercede, to impart that holy heavenly life of his perfect communion in the Father and the Father in him, this life to which we are predestined, to which we are being conformed by his spirit in our Second Corinthians 3, 17, 18, this life that we now share, this life that it's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me, this riches of his glory, Come on, come on, folks, living in the holiest of holies. Yes, bear the fragrance of it, bear the nature of it, bear the character of it. That people look at you and go, wow, where do you come from? You say, oh, I live in the love of my heavenly Father and his son Jesus. You live there? Oh, yeah, yeah, it lives in me. And I live in it. I mean, that's the wonder of having Jesus. The separation is removed. I'm no longer separated from God. I'm reconciled. I'm made right in His sight through Jesus in me. And all my human nature and its failings is not imputed against me because now I'm I'm in Him and He's in me, keeping me from the condemnation that I would have have to my human nature. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Romans 8 verse 1. We who now live by His Spirit partake of His holy heavenly life. We live in the holiest of all. So I bow my knee in closing. Chapter 3 of Ephesians verse 14. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth come on, that's you. You are part of that family. You are. And maybe you're a Baptist, a Methodist. Maybe you're Assemblies of God. Maybe you're Catholic. Maybe you're Protestant. But are you part of the family? Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Living in you by the Holy Spirit is what makes you part of the family. And now you're waking up to reality. I'm in him and he's in me. And by being in him, I am in the Holy of Holies, seated with him. 
sitting around the table in the Holy of Holies. My father is God, and I'm his child born of his spirit. Wow, isn't this amazing? You are all named. The whole family in heaven and earth receives their name from Jesus. That he would grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened <coughs> with might through his spirit in your inner man. That you feel the power of his spirit inwardly so that you may know by faith Christ dwelling in your hearts and being rooted and grounded in his love may be able to comprehend together with all the saints in heaven and on earth what is the width, the length, the depth, and the height of Christ's love. To know Christ's love which far passes mere knowledge without experience and to become to the fullness of God which means to become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself and have the richest measure of his divine presence and listen, while this may sometimes feel a trillion miles away from you, it is right here, the breath and the beating of your heart. It's right here. Breathe it in. Feel the beating of your heart and know it's here. The life of the Son of God, who is the perfect life of sonship, the perfect life of unbroken communion with the Father, and by His Spirit and power at work in you, He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to His power at work in us. To Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Have a good day.